So, continuing from the three fathers of discourse, um, I'm going to move into the four remaining shepherds. Uh, so, really, again, yeah, these are, it can be divided differently, the different steps in the Gemara, but uh, it, it seems like seven steps is the, is, is, is the detailed enough to get a good understanding of the Gemara and not too numerous to just get lost in all the terms. Yeah? So seven basic steps, which are going to include the first three, the way you said, the first three steps, the basic steps of almost any sugya are going to be what? Anybody? What? The Memra. Kasha and the Teretz. Perfect, right? So the statement, the difficulty with the statement, and the resolution of, of the difficulty. In, so in vague terms, without breaking it up anymore, that's basically it. And like we said, that's, you know, that corresponds to expansion, contraction, find the, and finding the right balance. Right? So that's Avram, music and Yaakov, etc. That's what we spoke about last time. So now we're going to see that actually there are, there's really seven, so these three, um, but there's four more. And uh, <clears throat> the, the, the Gemara talks about the seven shepherds um, of the Jewish people. So you know, the, the, the seven Ushpizin, etc. Right? So, um, so what are the other ones? So I think I wrote out the um, English words. We may, may want to write in the Hebrew as well. So we have Raya, Dihui, Shaila, Chuva. Those are the other four. So proof is a Raya. And the truth is that there's something that initially appears to be the exact opposite, but the truth is it's just another form of a Raya, which is called a Stira. Yeah, yeah, that was the refutation. Is a dihu. I'm on the four, the four remaining shepherds. That should be on uh, the the page two of your little packet over here. Yeah. So proof. Let's just take it one at a time. So proof is a raya, right? So the difference. So so a. A raya, of course, you know, doesn't start until you had already a memra, right? You, you have to have a memra that you bring a raya to. There's, there's no memra, there's no raya, right? Now, raya is going to be bringing some sort of an authoritative text uh, to prove the memra, okay? Um, the raya has a kind of inverse of itself, which is a stira, which does kind of the same thing, but the opposite is to bring a disproof of the memra from an authoritative uh, text. In that, in that regard, they are, they are, uh, I mean, Araya and a stira don't address one another, right? Rather, they are, you either have Araya or a stira, right? But you deal in the same way with both of them. And that's called a jihui. That's step five over here, refutation. Right? Which is different than the terrace. And this is a point that I want to focus on for a little bit. 
right? Um, before we discuss the concept of a kasha and a teretz, a kasha is a difficulty, and a teretz is a resolution. Um, so what's the difference in a kasha and a, and a stira, let's say, right? Um, a kasha will have its opposite, which will be, by the way, a siwa, uh, an assistance, uh, as opposed to a raya. Um, so kasha and siwa are both um, what we would call, maybe in the court of law, you, know, you, might, you might call it you know, soft evidence, right? As opposed to a raya is hard evidence, right? So a raya is a smoking gun, right? A raya is witnesses, right? They say they saw, they saw you do it, right? So if, the, the, unlike a kasha, which you can live with a kasha, right? Life is filled of difficulties, right? It was probably difficult for a lot of you to make it here, but nonetheless, you did make it here, right? So because you're a terrorist, yes, it is difficult for me to go because. It is bad time, but it is very meaningful, and therefore I will do it anyway, right? So that's the terence to Akasha. Akasha is a difficulty. There's a terence. Yeah. So even sometimes the Gemara will end off uh, a discussion with a Kasha. Right? Somebody says a Memra. <coughs> Somebody else asks a Kasha, and Gemara says Kasha. It's difficult. Yeah. And you can end a sugya like that. And in fact. Usually they'll come out lahalacha. I mean, we will paskin like that membra, nonetheless, even though there's a kasha. Because a difficulty is not the end of the world. People live with difficulties all the time. And so too, a member can live with a difficulty. Yeah? It's, uh, uh, there's ways to resolve it. Even if the Gemara just leaves it as a kasha, the Rishonim will always come along and say, yeah. You know, the Gemara could answer it like this, it could answer it like that. It's not uh, not the end of the world. Now, kashas do hurt, right? And if there's enough of them, it's like getting slapped. You, know, you get slapped enough times, eventually, you know, like, I don't know, you you faint from all the blood rushing to your face, whatever, right? It's, it's unpleasant, right? So, a, uh, you know, if there's a certain two ways to go, maybe like this, maybe like that, competition, right? So, one, if, you, if we ask enough kashas, um, then eventually that side might lose, right? It's like uh, losing by points. I don't know, you know, you have anybody here who did wrestling or uh, boxing or, or whatever it is, right? So you, you, can, you can lose by points, right? But, um, but that's up to the judge to decide, right? You know, how strong was the cash and how good was the terrace? Sometimes we'll say that uh, even though he gave a terrace, we're not going to go with that with that terrace because that's a it's a teruza duhuka, it's a dohak terrace. Means the kasha was very strong, terrace was not such so great. So we'll so we'll uh, we'll go we'll, we'll we'll count it. Oh, that was a, that was a, that was a strong that was a strong kasha, right? So that'll be minus one point for you, right? Um, well, sometimes we'll say, yeah, he gave a terrace. It was a great terrace, right? So and then you get hard to know. I mean, we have to ourselves try to listen. Obviously, like. Sometimes things can be pretty tough, you know. It sounds like a pretty tough kasha. You can kind of hear it yourself already. Uh, sometimes it can be a little bit of a weaker kasha. Even though we did say last time, you always want the kasha to be... It's always Elu Velu Elu Kim Chaim. We'll discuss that more. But there's gradations. There's stronger, there's weaker, etc. So that's kashas and that's terutsum. Unlike a raya. A raya is... 
the guy takes out a gun and points it straight at you, right? So if if it hits, it's game over, right? So the only way that you can survive is if it doesn't hit at all, right? Which means you say, oh, no, that wasn't talking about what we're talking about. It's true you brought me a Mishnah. It's true you brought me a Baraisa. Uh, or whatever it is that you're bringing me, a very authoritative statement from Rabbi Yochanan or whatever it is, right? That seem that says exactly the opposite of what I'm saying. But the, he wasn't talking about this case. He's talking about Yom Kippur or, or, or whatever it is, right? So, so that way I, I, I push it away, I deflect it, I say, this, is, this has nothing to do with me. Right? Akasha, I can, I, 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 can, I can even absorb, right? Because like we said, we live with difficulties all the time. Araya, you can't absorb uh, a stira in this case. A stira uh, is a killing blow, and a raya is a winning blow, right? So those, the only way that the other side can can survive is if there's a dihui, there's a full uh, full deflection. That this has nothing to do with our discussion. Okay. Those represented by certain words that you know that that's happening. Um, yeah, mesive is a standard. There's different words. I mean, you could look it through the dictionaries. Mesive is a is a, is a, is a classic word for a steer. Right? Um, uh, a tashma would be a raya. Come and listen. Okay, so. Um, <coughs> Okay, so I guess we're just going with the theme. Uh, we're not going to spend as much time on the uh, on all the other more spiritual corollaries over here, but uh, you know, so seemingly a raya it corresponds to Moshe Rabbeinu, right? A raya, because that comes from a pasuk or some sort of undeniable authoritative source, which Moshe Rabbeinu was the navi. Whatever Avram Avinu was doing, he thought it was a great idea. It was a memra, right? But you only know for a fact, you know, why should we do bris mila? Why do we do bris mila? Where? Both of you are wrong. Right? So the Rambam writes me first that you do bris mila not because Avram Avinu was commanded, but because Moshe Rabbeinu commanded us. Well, I thought you meant, but in but in Vayera, where we work. Oh, yeah. So exactly. Right. So Avraham, he he was commanded back then. Okay, fine. So you guys, so, so Zachary, you're right. Those are, those are decoys. Got it. Um, so Avraham was uh, he did it because he he even he had a, even he had a unique prophecy, whatever. But it wasn't Torah. It wasn't. It's not. You can't come. To Yitzhak Avinu, again, longer discussion, I'm not going to right now, but, and say to him, you must do, you must do this, or to Yaakov, or to the Shvatim. They did it because, of course, I mean, Avram is very authoritative. We, we, so, it's like a member, we, 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 we'll do what he says. But, that, but it's very different, Harsinai, uh, right? That, that's a raya. Meaning, we heard Hashem say, do this. Hashem said, listen to what the Torah of Moshe Rabbeinu is giving you. You're commanded now. That's it. There's no. It's that's a uh, case closed. Yeah. So whereas if 
um, you know, Yaakov Inu, he married two sisters, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, you know, we, 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 there could be exceptions back back then, right? That, that, that uh, because it was uh, uh, now we have ironclad. That that's Moshe, That's what Moshe Rabbeinu does. So that, that corresponds to Araya or Steer. You cannot eat Chazir, uh, right? You, you cannot marry two sisters. It's a steer. You want to say two sisters? No, it's a steer. It says in Torah you can't, right? You must do the bris mila. It's a raya. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that is the the mida of Netzach. Netzach is victory. You, you, get, you bring a raya or a stira. That's victory. That's the end of the game. Yeah. That's the bullet right at your opponent. You win. That's Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay. That is a raya or a stira. Uh, whereas. Um, The refutation, a jihui, is um, to see uh, uh, see that uh, no, maybe actually, maybe actually it's not like that. Yeah, like uh, actually we see it. We see uh, actually Aaron be madcha aray of Moshe Rabbeinu in the Torah. It's, it's actually happened in the Torah, right? By by this by this, by the seir, right? That uh, after Nadav and Avihu died, so Moshe told Aaron, "Keep on doing your avoda." And he saw that they didn't eat from the from the seir of uh, of Rosh Chodesh. And Moshe was darash do, uh, darash. He he was uh, so to speak attacking. He said, well, "What's going on? What are you doing? Why well, come you not eating it?" And and Aaron says, uh, no, that's talking. That's that was talking about carbonus uh, lusha, but this is a carbon lodoros. It's different. You can't bring a proof from from what you from that nevu that you gave me. Can't bring a proof to this case. Yeah. And Moshe, and Moshe understood. He heard. Took a step back. So it's a limitation of where where the memory hold to admit right to admit that the memory yeah the, 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 the not the memory not the memory the raya the raya oh the raya okay yeah the, the raya has a limitation exactly so yeah so the netzach is has the opposite of this hold to admit um, there's two more steps they're much more rare and they really get a lot less attention I mean uh, almost kind of almost no attention really um, which is a shaila and a tshuva and the truth is it, it can be a bit tricky to know when is it a shaila and when is it really a kasha and a teretz because sometimes it can even be asked as a shaila uh, which translates as a request for information, but it's really a loaded, it's really a loaded shaila, right? Meaning, okay, really, I think you can't answer it, or, or whatever. Which, in other words, is a kasha. Yeah, but it does sometimes happen. Just, just a, just a request for. You know, they sent, the, they have a, they sent a, a request to this particular person. You know, what's the case with this? Teach, teach us about this, right? And, and he and he responds. 
Yeah, so that, that's a, a, a shaila and a tshuva. Those are the la- those are the the last pair so uh, of steps. Um, again, just because we're going through it, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on it. But so the shaila is I recognize it's a certain wisdom to recognize that I'm lacking information. I don't know the answer to this. And obviously, it took someone to recognize that. That's a bechin of David Melech. David is Dalad Vav Dalad. David, spelled Dal Vav Dalad, which is Dal Vadal. Dalad is Dal. The letter Dalad is shortened, the root of it is Dal, which means impoverished. So David is impoverished and impoverished. He's the pyramid of impoverished. He's got nothing to him. He He's all. He's completely reliant on Hashem. I have, no, I have nothing. It's all, it's all from you. It's all from Hashem. That's the attribute of Malchus. Um, so he's the one that requests. Acha shalti Hashem. Osavake. I ask. I ask for from Hashem. I am. I'm nothing, right? I need. I'm a. What is David I'm, I'm a. I'm a talas. I'm. I'm, I'm a worm. I'm. A, I have not. I'm nothing. I have nothing. I ask from Hashem. That's vanit fila. I'm tfil. All I am, I, I turn to Hashem for the request. That's David. And uh, Yosef, he represents tshuva, the, the provider. Right? The one that you, you turn to is uh, Yosef is the, is the mashbir. He's the one that, that feeds the entire world. Right? Uh, when the world was starving, they, they came to him. He was the mashbir of the, of the people of the land. Uh, he he's the one that provides interpretation to the dreams, right? When you don't know what's going on, who you turn to, you turn to Yosef. He's the he's the poter. He's the interpreter. He's the um, patron. Yeah, that's the attribute of Yisod, the the place from where hashpa uh, in, emanates, influence emanates. Malchus is the vessel has nothing in it itself. Malchus yeah. is the dove. Yeah. Obviously, goes together, but what does it mean the vessel being in connection? For a different okay. shoe. Okay. 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 I'm Yavin. If you if you know, you know. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So so. Again, in the Gemara, like I said, they don't get that much play because, okay, so there's, there's a Shaila, you give it a Tshuva, the Tshuva becomes the next Memra. And this is something that is, uh, that is uh, interesting. Yep. It means... Uh, Chuva becomes the next memra. Yeah, I mean now, for example, okay, here, we have this now. Here's a chuva. Oh, what? I, it can't be. What do you mean? But what about over there? I have a kaya. Oh, I have a terrace, right? So, uh, so it's, it's uh, yeah. Um, that's to a certain extent. Yosef begins the next generation of of the Bnei Yisrael. 
Very different. Stira is attacking the Mamra. Stira is an attempted lethal blow to a Mamra. Okay. A Dihui is a deflection. A Dihui says whatever you just said is not related to what we're talking about. Right. And a Dihui is saying that neither is not whatever you just said is not a proof or a disproof. It's just irrelevant. Talking about something else. Like Aaron did to Moshe. Okay, so so that's it. so that, that's the seven. Again, so we had some really great connections to the to the Ushpizian, to the seven guests that we have at the Sukkot table, right? But uh, just to make sure we walk away with the seven steps in the Gemara. Um, you know, so maybe we'll do it like this. So Shaila Chuva, the Chuva itself becomes a Memra. Kasha, Teretz, or alternatively, or, uh, or subsequently potentially, uh, Raya, Dihui, or Stira, Dihui. Yeah? And though, uh, that, that's it, that, those are the seven moves. So notice, all the moves have a pair, are in pairs, except for one which is the Memra. Right, the member is by itself. So you just come out and say something. And theoretically, it could just be left right there. I mean, you, know, you could have such a thing. Right? Just someone said something. You know, sometimes you have, you have a Gemara with a bunch of members. He said this. He said this. He said this. He said, and then that challenge, they just accept it. Boom, 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 boom. You could have such a thing. Yeah? Each one's a Hiddish. But that's it. It's a member by itself. But, Right. So then you have. Then you have. You you had a conclusive proof. Let me tell you, it doesn't apply here. Doesn't apply here. Yeah. So, so you have memories by itself, and then you have three pairs. You have kasha terz, raya dihui or stira dihui, same thing, and uh, shalachu. That's it. Those are the, those are seven steps, and you know, it, it is worthwhile to you know for the next you know until you get the hang of it to ask yourself every move in the Gemara. What is this move, right? Just to identify it, you know, you could uh, mark them with uh, you know M. You know, put a put, put a M with a circle. That's a Memra, right? R with a circle around is a Raya. D with a circle around is a Dihui. Right, and, uh, to identify them. Okay, that is the seven steps of of um, of the Shaklavataria. Um, okay, well that that's, comes to a that that's like ends part one. I say at this point we end part one. So if there's any questions, uh, ask them now. Otherwise, we're about to start a whole new thing, which is the prasavari. Wait, oh, sorry, that just. Just uh, we did have part one so you, last week. So just clarifying up what you said. Why is Stira? He said Stira and Dihui. 
I get a Sura. Ideally, the Mamer is going to survive, right? So again, so uh, you're a Mamer. Someone has a Sura. So that would kill the Mamer. It would absolutely kill it. There would be nothing left of it. Right? So the only, the only way to survive is to say Dihui. No, because a teretz is um, can resolve a difficulty, but this is not a difficulty. This is a point blank contradiction. You can't gain. Uh, you say that shinu makom tarach levarech, yeah, and I say and I bring you the Atana says the shinu makom ain't tarach levarech. What terrorists can you say? There's nothing you can do, right? It's, it's the opposite of what you're saying. So you can say, no, no, that's talking about the Dover Sher Tsarch Levarch Bumchomo. And this is the Dvarim Shainzichen Lach Zilomchomo. That's a Jihu. That thing that you brought is talking about something else. It's not talking about what I'm talking about. And therefore, it, it, it's not relevant to me at all. Okay. Fine. Good. Okay. Um, so now, uh, talking about steps, uh, steps of analysis. Um, a lot of this, these things are to be found in a great little safer. Uh, the, for some reason, it has a bunch of different names. The Dercha Talmud, the Dercha Gemara. Um, I don't know, maybe some other names as well. Uh, it was written by a Rishon, Ravitsa Kampanton. Was uh, the Rebbe of the Maria Buhab? If you ever learned Beis Yosef? You, you hear Beis Yosef referred to an earlier a person himself as the Maria Buhab, and uh, he very often disagrees with him. Um, but uh, this was his Rebbe. This was the Maria Buhab's Rebbe. So, but uh, some other things you hear as well. Okay, so let's first talk about what we do with uh, analyzing a Gemara. How do we go about analyzing a Gemara? So, we're going to take it through three steps. Call them Chochma, Bina, and Das. So, Chochma, like we said last time, Chochma, Mi'ain, Timotzei. Right? Chochma, from where will you find it? Which means, it's a, Chochma is a, it's a, it's a discovery. This is the discovery stage of... Uh, of the, of the learning process, okay? Which means, you discover, you, you first want to just see like, what am I being told over here? Let me just get the big picture, right? Let me just hear the the data. Let me just gather the data, right? Any good um, you know, scientific analysis, right? First, you got to get the data. Just, th- then you can start analyzing the data. But first, just see what's going on over here, right? What's being said? How many proofs are there? Which way are they going? Who, you know, where's it going to end up? Uh, get get the basic picture. Um, so, and, and that's something that, we, that you, that you want to do um, in in uh, the the, uh, the way that Ravitsuk uh, Kampanton explains it is you know it's kind of like a. If you, ever, if you ever see like a, a vulture or an eagle or something, right, try to get prey, right, so I believe this is the case, It does if it's like way, way up in the sky, right, um, whatever it is, a thousand feet, right, 
it can't just fall straight at the prey. It's, it's gonna it's gonna miss. Meaning you have to you're too far away. If you're gonna be off by a little bit. You're, you're gonna miss it, right? So so what, so what he does is he comes down in circles, right? Concentric circles that are that are getting lower and lower down, right? So you can you you, you, you zoom in on it and, and then and then you hit, right? So so basically we wanna we wanna go over the sugya a few times, each time getting lower and lower down to some of the details. So you want to first just get a big picture, just see the whole thing, see the whole sugya, right? Uh, sometimes it could be an amud of Gemara, right? You see the full amud. Read the whole thing. Once you don't even understand really what's going on, but, but you get a, a basic, some sort of a vague from far away, high up, you get some sort of a decent picture. Okay, now you zoom in more. Now you... Now you already know basically where things should be. Now you get a bigger, better, you know, clarity of a picture. Then you zoom in again, and you get that way. You uh, you don't lose the forest from the trees, which is a big problem that many people have, right? You start fighting over little details because they haven't seen the whole sugya. They're not cognizant, they're not appreciative of the entire sugya. They, they 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 take things out of context. They, they don't they don't see how this one move fits into the entire picture. So that's that's number one. Number two, you have to do it with a simcha. You learn with a simcha, right? The, why? Because we, uh, you have the attitude of this is a, like we said, chokma mi'ain It's a mitzia. It's a it's a discovery. It's a find, right? Like wow, yeah. Until now, I did not know this. Right, so this is the uh, the way that our heart opens up, just like a person's appetite opens up by eating uh, some salad beforehand. Right, so too the way that our mind opens up is when we're excited, when we're when we're joyful. You feel like we're really onto something over here, right? So if you realize that you're being re- someone's telling you like a great secret or whatever it is, right? So uh, and again, the concept of chokhmah ma'intimotzi is. Where would you find it? I mean, you, you can't get it from anywhere. If you're not going to get it here, you will never get it. Because there's a chiddush over here, right? So, if you, if, if, if you weren't being told this by Rabbi Yochan, if you weren't being told this by, by Rava, right? If you're not being told this by Rabbi Akiva, then you're, you would never know this. So, this is a, it's, it's a discovery. You just found a, a, a diamond, right? So, that, that's a, uh, this, uh, so learning, uh, being there's an acquisition of something valuable, it should be besimcha. Saying that out loud. And as the next step is that out loud. What? I said speaking that part, part out loud. No, no, no. Oh, would that help? Yeah. Sure. Or just like having that in mind. Or something. However, whatever it takes to be besimcha. Okay, like I said, whatever it takes you to be besimcha. Some people it's colorful stickers, some people it's uh, balloons. Some people can just get really excited about the discovery of the of, of the dvar Hashem, right? Um, but yeah, whatever it takes. Um, and then finally uh, is the is to learn out loud, right? So out loud, and out loud means loud, not just. Not whispering, but but like in a, in a raised voice, bakol, right? Um, and this is something that is can be hard to do, hard to 
habituate oneself to, especially those of us that grew up um, searching out that library corner that is just completely death is silent, you know, like uh, these cubicles where you lock the door, right? Absolute uh, silence. Um, th- th- it's a different mechanism, it's a different mode of learning, and that's because we're bringing Torah out into the world. Torah is not something that, that we engage with exclusively with our minds. We want it to permeate our entire being, right? Call it Mosai Tamarna. All of all of my bones say it, right? I, I, with my, my, my entire body, I experience it. Then it's uh, something that will stay longer. I'll remember it um, uh, if I, if I do that. You could do four times if you want. You could do four times if you want. So there's no, there's no, like he, he doesn't discuss the number of times. This is comma. Uh, there may be a few of a Pasuk and Eov, which um, seems to say four times. He, he brings up a, uh, a hint to this concept from a Pasuk and Eov, which seems to say four times. I would have to. I'm not. Psukim and Eov are not the easiest psukim. It's like uh, the, the. Then you'll see. You'll understand. You'll 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 prepare, and and and, they, and then you'll say something like that. Where is that pasuk? Okay. Um, I, I just know every time Rashi's got a, got a, a red word, it's like a C-O-R-E. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that is, uh, that's the first, that's, that's Chochmah. Um, now for the Bina, for the analysis, okay? So first of all, look who's talking. Right? Uh, the, the, those of you that are in the Mishle Shir, what, what, what does it go say? The first thing that you do is you, when you get a safer. You, before you open up a safer, what's the first thing that you do? Okay, you missed the first class in in, in Mishlei, and you didn't and you didn't listen to the recording. Okay, huh? So you wrote it exactly. Very good. Yeah, that's what Shlomo Melch starts off with. Mishlei Shlomo Shlomo Ben David Melch Yisrael. Right, so he has to present his credentials. Right, so she was talking. Identify what what kind of guns are we dealing with? Right? What is this? Are these, is this? Uh, you know, sometimes someone's talking. You know, uh, I, I, Rabbi Yochanan. Right, so we're we're about to see that uh, in our Psachim, we're about to see the power of Rabbi Yochanan coming up first. I think in the Daf maybe that Rabbi Yochanan is almost like. Also say that we, we the Gemara often prefers to be mishamish mishabish abaraisa than to disprove Rabbi Yochanan. Means if Rabbi Yochanan said something and will bring a baraisa against him, then you all say like, well, it's probably just a mistaken baraisa. Like <laughs> you can't touch Rabbi Yochanan, right? So Rabbi Yochanan against both Rav and Shmuel halachas like Rabbi Yochanan independently. Machlok is Rishon with Halachas like Rabbi Yochanan against Rav and Shmuel together. 
That's a machlekes. Between the Russian and, and the Rif. But the point is, so if you hear Rabbi Yochanan talking, so you, so you understand, okay, this is going to be like, this is, uh, this is big stuff over here. Right? Uh, so try to register who the, who the players are, which for some of us that we are less familiar with the different players in the game, right? So, uh, so it's worthwhile to get one of these, uh, to get one of these um, books that they have nowadays, which, which give like a little bit of a biographical sketch for the for the Tanoim, for the Amaroyim, uh, there's uh, there's these different introductions to uh, to the to the Talmud. Um, I know Art Scroll has one. Uh, I mean, that's like a bare bones, like literally just just giving you dates. Talking about like a little bit of a description, so you get me. It's hard to remember names, right? We're not we're not good, you know. Uh, Rabba and Rava and uh, Ravina, uh, Barbarkana. I mean, there's there's a lot of names, right? So, but on the other hand, you'd be shocked if if, if uh, you know someone started saying to you names of different I don't know whatever it is, uh, modern day politicians or businessmen or you know sports athletes. We know hundreds, if not thousands, of of names, right? So we have no problem. Like I mean, does anybody have a difficulty remembering? I can't remember who said that statement. Was it was it Al Gore or Donald Trump? I, uh, right? Like that's not something that you have to like dig deep. It's like, of course, you know, it's like you know this statement is obviously attached to this person, right? So and yet in the Gemara it's like. Mm, was it Rav or Rava? Well, they're only like four generations apart. Rav is like the, you know, borderline Tana Mora, and Rava is Basra, one of the latter generations of Amaroyim. Right? But their names are spelled very similar, right? Rage base and Rage base Aleph. So people could confuse those two, right? So the point is to get to know a little bit the who's talking, right? So that you. It becomes a, a live conversation, right? It, it, oh, oh, this was a debate between, um, you know, whatever it is. Um, was it Abraham Lincoln and uh, Douglas? Uh, and Stephen Douglas, right? Everybody knows the famous debates, right? Nowadays they can't, you know, they wouldn't be able to debate for hours uh, like that because it's just um, lines. They, they just spew out... Um, Taglines, but uh, once upon so that was a, that was a that was a debate, right? But so the point is, you know, you know who's saying what. You can, the, the, there's different positions, and you can track. Oh, this was she tossed. Oh, this was Rabbi Yochanan back then. Uh, that that's how that's how uh, this is done, right? The way that the, the sugi is interconnected is you begin building portfolios on people, right? This is how he tends to approach things, how he tends to approach things, etc. So that's the first. He says the fir- very first thing that uh, you do in the sugi is you look who's talking. Okay. Um, now, this is something that we hopefully discussed. Is that every step is significant, right? People make a mistake thinking only the only the tarot is important. It couldn't be farther from the truth. In fact, probably if you want to know the if you want to understand the halacha well. Often the cash is more important in, 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 in analyzing Shaka Vataria. The, the cash is probably one, the, the most important step. 
Yeah, the Memra is still, everything is too vague. You can't really, not, not what you can do with the Memra. It's a, very amorphous. Uh, I, we don't know enough about the premises of, the, of, of what's happening in the Sugya to really make much of it. It's really with the Kasha that we understand what's the givens, what's everybody agreed to, what's the Chiddush, uh, etc. And, and then the, the Territ helps us find the, the balance. But, so every step is crucial. Every step in the Shaka Vatari is crucial. So we've entered into Bina land where we're now beginning to analyze the text. We gather the information, we know more or less what's flying, right? Now we're, we're beginning to analyze. Um, every step obviously has to therefore add to our understanding, right? Um, it's it's always Elu Veladiril Kim Chaim. The the Amoroyim. If it's besides the fact that the Amoroyim were great, great, brilliant leaders of entire, you know, Torah academies, etc. You you don't write down names of like just some, you know, upstart, right? Um, but 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 more but, but more importantly, is this is the the you know, was recorded in the Gemara. This is like the you know the. Uh, the highlights. This is this is this is the this is the stuff that made it in. You know, there's a, hundreds of years of discourse, right? And this uh, the stuff that made it in is the cream of the crop. This is every move is coming to teach you something. Yes. Yes. There's plenty of resources. We have quite a few of them here, and Raberish can direct you to other ones as well. Um, okay. So. Okay. Pay attention to new ones. Right. Language is important, and this is hard for us because for us the language is foreign. Um, so often we have to rely on the Mephorshim to identify for us um, unusual languages, but, but eventually do get the gist of it. And listen carefully, uh, and, 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 I'll, and I'll say a caveat over here, is one has to be very careful not to put one's own thoughts into the words of the Gemara. Right, so a um, person, for example, is thinking, as, as we're reading, as, as a person is reading a sugya, right, you have a maimer, you have a kasha, so before you even see the tarots, you're, you're probably, you've been analyzing, right, you, you, you're aware of the, of the maimer, you're aware of the kasha, so what automatically comes to your mind? A terrace, and then what sometimes happens, not uh, not infrequently, is what happens, Yaakov. Exactly, right? Yeah, 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 exactly, right? And like, wait, did you did you read what the Gemara said? That's not what you. That's not what you, read the words. No, 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 but it means that uh, maybe. I mean. The, 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 you know, the, there is such a concept as a as a dohak, you know, the, uh, not not a dihu, a dohak. Two different words. Yeah, dohak means uh, where we we have to massage the words a little bit to 
to work out, right? But um, but you have to, first, just give the words a chance. Listen to what the words are saying. Right? Then you analyze it. But first, just read it, right? In fact, those that are learning in the Guraria Kabura know, right? If you don't listen, if you don't let the pasuk speak, you right away interpret it. Then you you'll miss what Rashi is bothered by. Right, Rashi's first step is he's got a difficulty with the pasuk because he's listening to the words, and then he says, "Okay, but this is difficult, so rather it means the following." And I'll explain to you how and whatever. Right, but step one is listen to the words. Um, and then the the next one is acquire a friend. Right, this is a mission in Perkiavos, knei lechachaver, which. The Mephoshim understand means even potentially either hiring someone or bribing him or helping him in ways that would get him to be your Chavrusa. Right? I mean, that's how far it goes, the importance of having a Chavrusa is that a person should expend money or resources or whatever it is to get one. Why? Why is it so important? Because Albinascha Altishan. Do not rely on your understanding. Why shouldn't we rely on our own understanding? I mean, uh, Zachary, you're a pretty smart guy. Why, why shouldn't you rely on your own understanding? Exactly. Very good. Right? In order to establish something, you need two witnesses. Why do you need two witnesses? Because if you have two witnesses, people... Everyone sees things from a different perspective. When you see things from two perspectives, then you see it outside of yourself. Not necessarily. I'm seeing it from my way, you're seeing it from your way, and we're both seeing the same thing? Okay, then that means that that's how it is out there. Right? Whereas if I'm seeing it only inside of myself, I have no, I have no uh, ability to judge. It's a similar thing with, even for ourselves, right? We have two eyes, Hashem gave us two eyes. Why do we have two eyes? Depth, right? Depth perception, right? Because right? with one eye, you could be seeing something, but you, but you're missing so, but you're missing the 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 depth, right? You you're seeing one dimension, right? I mean, yeah, our heads are only so big, so we can't get the two eyes to be too far apart, right? So it's, you know. Uh, we could like get two eyes like this, then we could really get like a real 3D picture of it, right? So uh, that's what two witnesses do. Yeah, and that's what two chavrusas do. And to step outside of my own biases, of my own prejudice, of my own initial thoughts, or whatever my experiences are, that I'm always projecting. I'm always projecting myself into the Gemara, into the conversation. Right, and but but and your kavrusa is no better. He's doing the same thing, but the good news is that it cancels out, because whatever he's projecting is unique to him, and whatever and you are not projecting that. So you're gonna knock that stuff out very quickly, and he'll do the same for you. So uh, between the two of you, you'll get uh, you'll get the the souls. You'll get the pure stuff, without without all the without all the souls. Okay, 
Um, so what happens once you've gathered the information, you've analyzed, you, you, you've broken it down, you've seen the steps, now you have to go a step deeper. And this is hard, people don't like to do that. Um, especially, I mean, people really don't like to do this. Uh, there's a certain intellectual laziness that prevents people from going to this next step. Yeah, that's called Das, um, where you find the, you know, that, that, that axle that the whole suya revolves around, right? The, the, all the discussion is ultimately depends how you view this one thing, right? And, and, and that's going to define the entire thing. And, 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 and the Machleka Samaroim or the Machleka Tanoim or whatever is happening, it's happening around this point, really. Right? That is very hard to put your finger on, especially because sometimes it's not even in the words at all. Is it all related to the underlying premises? The two rules that I'm thinking of? Yeah. Is it usually one of those, or is it rarely one of those? One of what? Two rules that I'm thinking of. Would looking for the two rules help you? Two rules. Um, the issue is that some, there's usually uh, in, in one of the sub premises. Not even the two father and mother, but like the, the grandparents. Uh-huh. It's, it's a little bit deeper underneath, so you have to dig for it. Um, and the other thing is the other way around is see the nafkaminas that come out, right? See what comes out as a result of the sugya. Play out the sugya, right? See where this goes. Okay, so now that we've got this memra and we've analyzed the memra, so where is it going to lead? Right? What does this mean? Right? Let, let's let's find some cases and and. and grind them through the sugi, other cases that, that we might encounter, and grind them through the, the, uh, the, the, the understanding that we have now, and, and, and see what happens. That's, um, okay, that would, that, would be, that would be Das. Okay, we'll pause here, we'll discuss uh, how to deal with the Mufarshim on the Gemara next time Any questions? This is going to replay itself. We'll see. We're going to, we're going to replay the whole thing again. Once we get into the Mephorshim, we're going to replay it. I have a question. But yes, you have to have some das before you get to the Mephorshim. How do you know the bounds of the sugya? Like when you say, like, read the whole sugya, like, how do you know when you reach that? It's a language thing. How do you know when you reach an end of a thought when you read a book? It's like imagine if you're having a discussion with your wife whether you should or shouldn't go to uh, I don't know to, to a Yarche Kala for three days of learning right so you have a whole discussion but really what, it, what it's all about is potentially something else 
Yeah. 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 Yeah.